0: Today's episode contains some material and language that might not be suitable for everyone you know. Discretion is advised, ha
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, and follow button. And if you're really feeling good, you should leave me a comment because it lets me know that you're listening. And I like that. And also, please make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at Plum Forest Pod so you don't miss any updates. I hope each and every one of you are all able to stay as safe as you possibly can. And to make your day even better, we got a fan Fantastic story for you all. This story even has some singing for us all. Oh, and I can't say what songs they are, so you're just gonna have to listen so you can hear all the wonderful singing done by our voices today. The original title for this story is called Li Sheng, and is from the great collection of short stories called Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio. Again, it's that same great collection. Now this original is based around Taoist monks and travelers, so there are some references to some Taoist ideals and thoughts. But we had to get a lot of those references out of the story because they just don't make any sense in a 21st century context. Well, they do, but, you know, they kind of just, it doesn't work out with this story, so we kept some in, but we took some out. But don't worry, we made our own Taoism that comes from a thing that this location is known for you'll know exactly what we mean when it comes up. So, on that note, let's not wait any longer for today's excellent story, The Waiting Room. In the early 2000s, there was an older fellow by the name of Larry who had recently retired and he had made his fortune in Silicon Valley. Now, the funny thing about this man was that his full name was Larry David. And every time he would introduce himself in either work or his personal life, he always had to answer the question you're probably thinking.
2: (sighs) No, unfortunately, I am not Larry David from Seinfeld.
1: He would have to say this more than he would like to, but come on, you bet everyone made that conclusion. And even though he lived in San Francisco during his younger years, or actually just outside of Oakland, he then retired up to a small city outside of Eureka in Northern California. Up there, he would often find himself relaxing, and certain areas of Northern California have quite a few drifters that come and go in the area usually during harvesting season for weed, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, so Larry was living up in Northern California in a little cabin maybe four to five miles outside of the city of Eureka. Here he would whittle pieces of wood and sell them in the city at the Saturday market. He didn't do this for money. He already made his fortune in the tech industry, so he just did this for fun and he enjoyed doing it. And Larry lived this solitary lifestyle, but he was all about it. He loved the fresh air, and he could finally relax with very few distractions and things that would just kill his buzz. As these travelers would pass by, he would usually offer them a nice place, and he would love the company for just a night or so. Now, Larry was a trustworthy person because the idea of letting drifters in Northern California just crash in your house for a night is just a bad idea, in my opinion. I mean, come on. Meth is a horrible problem there, and it's very prevalent. But that is what made Larry such a nice person, because he was a helpful person who didn't judge. But when these travelers would come by and stay with him, He would offer them a meal, a place to rest their head, and hours of good conversation which Larry loved to talk and listen to everyone's stories and what they were doing. He would do this for some time and loved all the new people he would meet and talk to. Fall had just passed and winter was soon coming. And because climate change is a real thing, it really is a real thing, everybody a blizzard rushed in and in just one night there was nearly three feet of snow in early December, which was very unprecedented for this area. On the morning after the blizzard Larry opened up his door and stood on his porch and drank his warm coffee as he watched the snow fall. Oof! This winter's gonna be wild if we're getting this much snow this early. He stood there watching the snow fall when off in the distance He noticed a dark figure standing out in the background of the snow. He squinted his eyes to try and get a better look at this, but as the figure came closer, it soon became clearer and clearer. Soon this figure turned into a man and the man smiled towards Larry as he stepped on the porch with Larry. He stomped the snow off his boots and removed his hood and opened his mouth.
0: Hot damn! It's really coming down. not used to this type of snow where I'm from.
2: Well, how about some coffee? Have a seat and put your bag down. I'll grab you a cup of joe, and that'll warm you up from the inside out. How'd you like your coffee? A
0: splash of milk, but no sugar. I'm already sweet enough.
2: Ha!
1: Larry walked into his house, grabbed a cup of coffee for the stranger and returned with a cup and set it down on the table outside. Oh, thank you so much. The man took a sip.
0: (sighs) Mmm, that's some good coffee. That's some serious gourmet shit.
2: Did you just quote Pulp Fiction?
0: Looks like I can't get anything by you.
2: This is really good though, thanks. It was my pleasure. And of course I know Pulp Fiction quotes. I was alive in the 90s, you know.
1: Ha! My man! Larry sat down in the other chair and began talking to the man a little bit more. So where are you from, mate? And where are you heading? Is that what you
0: ask every random person that shows up in a blizzard to your porch?
2: (laughs) Well, how else am I going to get to know you?
0: True. Well, I'm actually a murderer running from the law. Really? Nah I'm just fucking with you. I'm actually a monk that's just traveling through the area and then it started snowing like Siberia and I just stumbled upon this place. You live
2: here? Yep this is my little place of living, my little humble abode. (sighs) I've been out here a few years now and I just hang out and do my whittling. You whittle? Yep I used to do woodworking back in the day but now I can't have my workshop so I just make little pieces and sell them at the market. Now that is awesome. Do you mind if I see what you've made? Of
1: course. Let me get some pieces I've finished recently. Larry headed inside his home and grabbed a few pieces he had recently finished. He handed a small one that was carved into a small bird. The man looked at it and inspected it and then he said, This is
0: actually amazing. You are really talented. How long did these take to make?
2: That one took about three days, give or take. Three days? That's
1: amazing!
2: Well, I've got nothing better to do up here, so it helps me kill the time.
1: The man nodded and the two of them sat there and kept talking about their lives like they were old friends. And after a little longer, Larry asked the man,
2: This blizzard sure is something, no?
0: Yeah, it's coming down real hard,
2: and does not look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Well, I don't want you to get caught in this nasty blizzard. i got an extra bed. Would you like to rest here and wait for this blizzard to pass? I can give you some food, and I always love the company. And you seem like a friendly enough fellow with good conversation.
0: Are you sure? Maybe I really am a murderer.
2: <laughs> I'll take my chances. And if you think those wood carvings are nice, you should see what I can do with human bones. Larry winked and the man laughed.
0: Well, with an introduction like that, I can't say no, can I?
1: The two of them finished their conversation and Larry then brought him inside and showed him the home. Over the next few days, the both of them waded out the blizzard and really enjoyed each other's company. Once the blizzard passed, the man came over to Larry and said to him, Larry, it looks like that
0: blizzard has passed, so I think I'm going to head out on my way. Already?
2: You sure? You're more than welcome to stay a few more days if you like. You seem like a nice enough fellow, and I enjoy your company. You sure you don't want to stay a few more days? Oh, I can't be a burden on you. Are you sure you wouldn't mind? Are you kidding me? You're the first person since my wife to help out with the dishes and cooking prep. It's not a problem at all. I mean... Who else am I going to play words games with on my porch whilst drinking coffee?
0: Because you get that gourmet shit, I'd love to stay a little bit longer. Are you sure it wouldn't be a burden?
2: It will be my pleasure to have you here.
1: The two smiled at each other and the stranger set down his bag and he grabbed another cup of that gourmet shit. The two of them lived together in this home for a few more days, and one day, as Larry went out to check his mail, he got a letter from his younger sister. As he saw this letter, Larry thought to himself, Why on earth would Sherry write me a letter? He opened the letter and began reading it as he walked back to his house. Dear Larry, I know we don't talk much anymore, but... Something has come up with Dad's estate. I know you've moved out of the area, but can you please come into the city whenever you can to help resolve this issue? It isn't too much work and the lawyers have set up everything you'll need. All we need you to do is to come to Sacramento and sign some documents. I know we don't get along anymore, but we just need to settle this arrangement and we can both go about our own lives. I wish you well. Sherry. Leary walked up to the porch and saw the man sitting there drinking another cup of that gourmet coffee. Are you alright there, man? You look like you saw a ghost or something.
2: Not a ghost, but my bitch of a sister. Your bitch of a sister? A letter from your sister would cause this type of reaction? We're not on the best of terms recently, but it looks like I'll have to head to Sacramento to solve some shit with my dad's estate. So I'll head there tomorrow, and should be back by the evening. I might spend the night there depending on how long it takes Oh shit Is everything alright with your dad? Wouldn't know mate I haven't spoken to him in a long 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 time
0: Gosh I'm so sorry to hear that It's not my business so I'm not gonna pry But you're gonna head there tomorrow I think I might Be on my way with you And maybe I can get a ride to the next biggest city Is that doable?
2: Ah no worries You can stay here It shouldn't be too long, and you seem like a nice enough fella, so you can stay here and I'll be back after a little while. Are you sure? That's awfully nice of you. That's a big task, so I want to make sure that you're okay with this. Yeah, it's not a problem at all. You're already settled, so don't worry about it. Now, what were you eating for breakfast?
1: After the two of them made breakfast and drank some more of that gourmet coffee shit, Larry got into his truck and headed out down the road and waved to the stranger on the porch. Larry drove down to Sacramento and did all that he needed to do for his dad's estate. But because it took a little longer than he had expected, he had to spend the night in the local hotel and decided to head back the following day. The next morning, he hopped into his truck and headed back to his cabin out in the middle of nowhere. After the long drive, he soon arrived and headed up to his house just as he tried to open the door, he realized it was locked. What the? He knocked on the door. Larry waited for a second and knocked again, but a little louder. And after a little while longer, there was no answer at the door, so he peeked through the window and saw the same stranger packing up his bag. As he was peeking into his own home, he noticed that there was a donkey in this house now too. For some reason, this donkey was now in his home, and he had not seen this donkey since he had met this man during the blizzard over the past few days. But as he continued to watch the stranger pack his bag, he noticed that this donkey was extremely fucking skinny. Like skin and bones kind of skinny that you would only see on a stray dog or something like that. And the more that Larry spent watching this skinny-ass donkey, he noticed that it wasn't breathing at all. And it almost looked as if the donkey was almost dead or something. I mean, the skinniness alone was a factor, and then the ears just looked as if they had been rotten or something like that. Larry mumbled to himself, What in the fuck is going on in there? Just as he finished his sentence, the stranger swung around his sack and began making his way towards the door when Larry jumped and hid behind the side of the house to see this man and his haggard-ass donkey leave their home. The stranger unlocked the door and exited the house with the donkey right behind him. The stranger even locked the door behind him and put the key under the doormat. As a stranger began on his journey leaving this house, he walked over to this tiny pond that was just on the other side of the house, but it had frozen over during the blizzard. The stranger stood at the edge of the frozen pond and tethered his donkey to a nearby tree. Right as the donkey was securely fastened to the tree, the stranger took a nearby rock and threw it into the frozen pond and quickly jumped in right after the rock. Larry had no clue what was going on with this man, the donkey, and now the polar plunge into this tiny-ass pond. As the man splashed himself with some water, he began cleaning himself with some soap he had in his pocket and began singing the Rubber Ducky song from Bert and Ernie as he cleaned himself.
0: Oh, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Ba-do-ba-ba-do.
1: Larry was at a loss for words, and that's when it started to get weirder. This stranger then walked out of the half-frozen pond, untethered his donkey, and began to lead it into the pond and started washing it just like he did himself previously. But instead of singing the rubber ducky song while washing his donkey, he started singing Drake. I mean, I guess that's a step up from Sesame Street, no? The man sang the song as he scrubbed his donkey.
0: Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? So you'll never ever leave from beside me.
1: God, I hope I don't get DMCA'd from this. Okay, but whatever. All Larry could do is stand there and watch this butt-ass naked man wash his zombie-looking donkey in a half-frozen pond while singing Drake. I am losing my fucking mind. This can't be real. Larry grabbed some snow nearby and rubbed it on his eyes as he thought he was seeing things. But in reality, it was 110% real. The man soon finished washing himself and his donkey, and he put his jacket and clothes on, and hopped up on the donkey and began trotting off into the distance. As the man was slowly trotting off into the distance, Larry yelled at him. Hey, what
2: the fuck is going on? Where are you going? Where the hell did you get that donkey? Why Drake of
1: all songs? The stranger looked back and gave him a quick wave, but didn't give a response and just continued on his journey wherever he was going. After a few more moments, the man was gone in the distance. Larry then decided to walk up to his house and grab the key from under the doormat and unlock the door. He opened the door and the house was immaculate. As he walked around inspecting the home, he realised that nothing had been stolen and nothing was out of place. It was actually a little bit cleaner than he had remembered too. He continued to inspect his house and he soon noticed that there was a scroll on the table with a small post-it note on it. He grabbed the note and read it. Hey
0: Larry, not Larry David from Seinfeld. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Thanks for letting me stay here, but I need to tell you something. Because you let me stay here. I need to make sure that I left this scroll because, well, you'll see when you open the scroll. Thanks, Larry, and take care.
1: Larry set the note down and proceeded to unroll the scroll. He opened up the scroll and in huge letters written in black ink it said, Waiting room for death. Larry read this and said to himself,
2: "Fuck it, hell, i got to stop smoking so much weed.
1: Boy, that was a great story, and I even told you that there was going to be some amazing singing. It's funny too, when I asked people if they wanted to do the voices for this story, I did have to mention that they would be singing in this role, and the guy who did the voice of the stranger fucking killed it. He gave me so many amazing takes of him singing, and I really could just see him dancing along with the Drake song. I also love how Larry just let a random stranger stay in his house while he is out of town. This dude has some huge cojones to let a random dude stay at his house. I mean, he didn't steal or ruin anything so it worked out in the end, but that is a tough thing to do and even to let somebody do that is wild. If you were in that situation, would you do that? Now I can only imagine that roughly 99% of all of you just rolled your eyes me with a full on hell nah or something along those lines. And I'm right there with you. But. Overall, it was a really great story and I hope you enjoyed it. And I bet you have some wild questions, so be sure to head on over to the Plum Forest Podcast subreddit to go get them answered. Or even check out the subreddit to see some of the cool artwork that people have been making for us. Fan art is so cool and it's so amazing to see what our listeners make. So keep it up and keep it coming everyone. The voices today were done by a fantastic group of people. The voice of the sister, Sherry, was done by Gliza. Gliza is also a fictional story lover who makes a podcast where they do dramatic readings of fictional books. Her podcast is called Classical Adventures for One. It's really cool how she does it, and if you like our show, hers is also a great one to listen to. The voice of Larry, not Larry David from Seinfeld of course, was done by the fantastic Richie from the Various Logs from the Past podcast. Richie is also a storyteller, but his stories are actually from his past and they are some crazy and wild stories. And coming from the creator of this shit show of a podcast, his stories are really good and some are a little wild too. And lastly, the voice of the stranger was done by the hilarious Kevin the Grey from the But It Was Aliens podcast. Kevin the Grey tells these wild and hilarious stories from former MIB agents in his show. See? Just when I said that, you got kind of interested, didn't you? Their stories are great and crack me up. Lots of probes in those stories, though. Either way, all three of these amazing people did a fantastic and amazing job with all the voices and you should all show them some love. All of their links can be found on this week's episode page on our website at PlumForcePodcast.com. Please make sure you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at PlumForestPod, so you don't miss any updates. And I'm going to beat the shit out of this dead horse, but make sure you check out our Patreon page. And if you want, give us a little bit of support through your wallet. You know what I mean. We use this money so we can keep great stories in your ear and with a little financial backing, it makes less stress on us all. There's even going to be a whole bunch of special stuff for our patrons when Chinese New Year comes around. Oh buddy, get ready for that one. And don't forget about those free stickers. You can still get those on our website under the merch tab. We also have a Twitch account where we do a lot of line editing and a lot of the production that we do on our stream. You should follow us at Plum Forest Pod on Twitch so you can get some behind-the-scenes view of the process of this masterpiece they call the Plum Forest Podcast. Yeah, the masterpiece. Oh, God. And our last plug we have is our amazing Discord, which is filling up with people who love the show and really spread the love with online strangers. Well, you know what I mean. It's just a very positive environment. So be sure to also check that out. I hope everyone is able to stay safe in these wild times we have, but don't miss next week's episode as it is all about talking trees. Until then, take care and stay safe, everyone. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production.
2: Nailed it.